Hey, on uh, today we're on. We have TNA Talk Sex today, but this is a little bit different. Takeover. <laughs> I'm not Christina, and this guy, this bearded man, is not Stephanie. Today we're gonna have really hot guests. <laughs> we're gonna talk about sex. We're gonna talk about uh, our transitional period, not not sex change ages, but uh, other things. <laughs> And, we're, uh, t- we're taking over the show. Like this is this is radical. This is radical stuff. This is we we are the first we are the first uh, guest hosts of TNA Talk Sex, and we are Obi and Buddha from Dude Panel. Which I guess if you listen to the show, you may recognize us. But we're taking over. We're here. Of course, we've made such. We're a, actually moving a in. We're actually moving in. We were here. We're actually moving into to Stephanie's apartment. Um, and because I'm going nomadic, you also wanted to move to LA, so we're just going to move in. And, it'll be like and, friends. It'll be like t- we're taking over their life or something. Taking, like a reality taking show. Taking in homeless uh, guests. You know? <laughs> <laughs> homeless sex podcast. Like, yeah, you, you have to have proficiency in the act of sex in order to... A- and touch. <laughs> and emotional and intelligence. Yes, tantric and, uh, technique. And communication. Yes, check. There will be, be a formal interview and uh, audition. So, yeah. Oh, an so, audition. Let's, <laughs> let me put in my application. So, right so now. we're really happy to have uh, you two uh, as guests today. Thank you, you know, for having us. We've heard a lot about you, and um, really, uh, just you know, we've been in the LA dating scene for a little while, and we've just just heard a lot of stories. Uh, people are talking. <laughs> it seems that you two. Well, we get around. It you seems know. that it seems that you you two have, have quite the spectrum of experience. TNA. Uh, yes. TNA. TNA has. Have, yes. All the guys are talking, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I realized I... Can I share this sort of little epiphany I had? You can share anything. Go ahead. Um, I, I grew up actually kind of with a... Um, I don't know. I never want to say something negative. But my, my father was very um, secretive. And I think growing up with like a complicated family divorce, there was a lot of like, don't tell anyone don't tell anyone. And so I had this realization. I have a little bit of a pattern. But like I, when I'm dating, I like don't want anyone else to know that I'm dating this person. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes. she hides them. Like, Are we gonna talk I'm like about- oh, show me a picture. She's like, no. Yeah, I get super like- weird and squirrely. And I, and as of so recently, I had this like unfortunate incident with this guy where he kind of made a public statement and I twitched and acted weird. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a pattern. I yeah. can think of three men now. Like he's number three. And I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, the third one is like the call to action. So I'm working on changing that. I'm like, all right, it's time to publicly announce who no I'm shame fucking. dating. Oh yeah, my God. No so this is it. We're going to publicly announce who you're fucking now. <laughs> well, well, he's no longer in the picture. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless I'm able to work it out with him. I, I missed the window when he, you know, and it's a shame because he kind of, you know, he is of like notable clout in in comedy and and people like and somehow i was like i don't know i'm an individual i don't want to be associated with this excellent comedian who's successful but, and on tv i hear you and i hear and i and i do realize t as your friend and Uh-oh. work wife i, I know he's it, russell like, brand by the way i shouldn't have said that but i had to mr mr brand i'm actually open to dating you i actually think he's really great and I i'm totally in love with him yeah, yeah exactly. I would you can really come on the show any day come on the show anytime we could have a sexual play see if we're a match I and uh, and I'll talk publicly. We could do a show about it. We'll talk publicly. You will. You will actually be public about that. You won't. You, yeah, you she's not gonna. Yeah. She's not gonna shame date Russell. But you know what's interesting is because we've now made it like an experiment and it become this public thing where Russell and I would, <laughs> where Russ Russ and I would chat about it publicly. I, I would feel like it was a, an experimental project that I you know intellectually you know feel good about. Yeah, I feel good about that too. Yeah, yeah so it. you know, someone tweet him, let him know that you know I'm ready. <laughs> that he is ready, I'm ready for him. For you. <laughs> so about about your other, uh, oh yeah, what was your, your other comedian lover? Oh, what well, you were gonna work wife? You were gonna give me some insight? To no, I was just gonna say that I th- I do think like like you're in the comedy world, and when when somebody who you've you know really only been on a couple of dates yeah. with makes a public sort of like peeing on you sort of claiming yeah, you was, in front of your, all your mark right it makes a territorial move in oh. front of other work people i think it's a little like i would bristle at that oh. thank you okay yeah. bristle, bristle, oh i didn't bristle. realize it was territorial like that that's kind of weird it felt like it was it. territorial yeah well that's like, how i I'm interpret fucking it. her well he saw me oh. talking to another guy and, and oh oh yeah <laughs> yeah but but i'm like it's mostly men in the comedy world yeah so i you know i to me it's casual chatting but i am a flirty bird you know so but what matters most is that your attention was drawn to it so I think, you know, that right. still indicates that there's a problem. 
Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to like point out like, yes, you do have a problem because I've noticed this happens. Well, I, no, I, I, I started <laughs> with that. Like therapy. I do. I, oh, uh, I have seen it. But, oh, yes. but thank you for the concession that, uh, that <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe he was, you know, That's overstepping a, yes. a bound. It's I, true. I, I think, do feel like that. Happened. I think the mistake was it wasn't a formal date and we were seeing each other publicly for the first time oh. outside of having dated. And so it was like, ah, what's the code of blah, conduct? Blah. And then I like fumbled the football like completely, you know? So, he, so <laughs> And I was ha- like, no score. Well, you didn't know that it was a handoff. Score. You thought it was. You thought it was a different kind of play. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> he saying. Didn't, he didn't tell you that he was a handoff, right? And he was like handing it off, and, then I, just, and I was like, I didn't see it coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you were in front of. So you were talking to a guy, and then he came in and joined the conversation. It was like, by the way. We're talking. Yeah, I mean, the subtext. To catch me up a little bit. Well, the subtext. Well, this is so right now. We're like rehashing. Oh god, well, because we talked about it on the um, on da- extensively on, da- on, on Dave a couple Neal's shows. podcast. Yes, we did <laughs> sex actually. But, but quickly, I was talking to someone else. I missed the performance of this person, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then he came in, and then he ag- exited the stage and saw me talking to this guy uh-huh. who I feel was sabotaged a little bit. He okay. knew that I was going to see that guy perform. Yeah. I think you just need to stay away from the fucking comedy world. They just seem oh. like they're out to get your dating life. Well, I was really professional about it at first where in, in the sense of I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not into this. I wasn't socializing a lot. I was like, I go do the show and then I was like, I work out at six in the morning, gotta go and I'd mm-hmm. be out and now I've sort of, yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, the guy's handsome. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already said I've slapped your wrists and I said move on baby. all right all right move on I agree we're moving on so we're clearing all the decks clearing the decks he's I even, off the charts I, yeah I even then like he you failed know, I went on a, this he's date. a B minus yeah yeah <laughs> she rated him already yeah someone some uh, listeners emailed us about the B minus guy <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's terrible. S- poor guy. He's known as the B minus guy on TNA. Yeah, That's but for tough. very clear like, reasons, I'd rather be like I'd rather be, be an F guy, guy than a B minus guy. You know, because you're be making a statement. Oh, yeah, yeah, like at least you like you moved someone. Like B minus is like <laughs> you're just mediocre. I'm sorry, but like you know, <laughs> you're was, just you know, yeah, he was like tepidly frustrated and so didn't <laughs> yeah, give me a good performance. So emotional communication could have made it all better, a lot better. Instead, we're talking about on multiple podcasts. Well, I'm actually really curious about something you said earlier. You were talking about being really honest about the people that you're dating, like, out loud. Right, yeah. And I've, I've been, uh, so actually, funny enough, oh, I was, uh, that, that book that we were talking about, uh, Radical Honesty. Remember yeah. the Radical, yeah. Radical Honesty? Oh, yeah. You guys read that? We love no. that. No, tell us. What? Okay. Actually, I only read the article. Right. This is, this is <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I've actually only read the article, and uh, it's about uh, basically saying whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, well, so can I say, the last year I made my New Year's resolution to say what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> well, well, I guess you were I'm, thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll t- we'll t- that'll be better that later. We'll test it out. I mean, I know they say women can multitask, but that was the thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I might have more testosterone. I don't know. Go ahead. So, yeah. Just, yeah so, how, so, uh, so basically, yeah. And so I think that's kind of a form of radical honesty, right? Like, when you thought, was there a moment when you were thinking about maybe saying something about this guy that you were dating out loud to someone and you were like, oh, me not say that because that would let the cat out of the bag type thing you know yeah there there were moments like that i think there were yes yeah yeah that, yeah that, and that, i get secretive and yeah that, well i talk in my stand-up i talk about liking my men telenovela style because my family's colombian yeah. <laughs> and uh and it's, it's a great i'm very happy with my joke about it but uh but it is you know clearly some deep-seated i'm like i don't know i seem to relish and feel very at home with like complicated triangles of secrecy and drama <laughs> and, and like that gets and, I, and that gets me like a thrill and i'm like ooh, feels good sounds exhausting i'm alive yeah well i started noticing patterns and then i wrote a joke about it <laughs> yeah and now you have to in that this is the, the the curse of the comedian is that you have to continue being that way because to tell that joke authentically if it's a really good joke you can't like ever right, not be a drama queen now you have to actually well, I don't do want it. to it's called acting it. It's yeah. called acting, oh, it's acting. Yeah. Okay. and we're trained. Oh, you're trained. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> it's not a shtick. It's acting. But I, I did have that thought where I thought, you know, okay, people that I'm dating or whoever, you know, I'm putting this persona out there now. So now they're going to go, oh, she's going to be seeking out this telenovela all the time. I'm like, no, I mean, not all the time. You know, have I had those experiences? And so now they're part of my narrative, mm-hmm. my public kind of story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, exactly. They're kind of two different things, which is which is challenging. And I think you have to be very upfront with like people that you're dating in that capacity because I think it's it can be we've we've dabbled a, like on previous shows this has come up, but that idea of is you know, your daily life, like I wake up and I put a pair of pants on the same way you do, right? That idea and like brush my teeth, like I'm a human too, but I have cultivated this performance piece 
that is using my physical representation of me, right? Like I like I get on stage, it's me, my body, my voice. Mm-hmm. Then you go, well, isn't that true? And you're like, yes, it's an artistic truth. It's true for that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it maybe at some point was true. And um and I like to con- and I and I'll only use the story as long as I think there is truth to be gained. Like the humor of it is to also, I don't know, bring awareness to the to the I don't know, fucked upness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued with this radical honesty oh, notion. Yes. No, I, because like, like I'm thinking about it, and you know, yeah. T, you mentioned it, and then you mentioning it. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like it because really, like the only thing, the only thing where where it could really go wrong, the only way I think it could go wrong is if you have like, like I remember when I'm a, like being a kid, right? And you like get in, you're in an emotional state, or you become angry, or um frustrated or something and and like i i remember as a kid like really having to control things that would fly out of my mouth that i didn't mean you know or or were intended to be manipulative or right or like i hate you or like fuck out or whatever you know and then i but i really had to like so i was so impact anyway whatever i i was spark sparkly as a a child you know what i mean but you were spark you were you were quick to spark i was yes (laughs) but um sparkle or sparky sparky (laughs) but so i really had to learn to keep um to not not let those like like emotional uh comments fly off the hand but that's i feel like that's totally different from radical honesty radical honesty i feel like would come from more from my gut and, and i think like, that you'd also be expressing how you're actually feeling in the moment like you know right now like i'm really feeling really angry i'm feeling like i you know like i hate you that really pisses me uh, off <laughs> but I, I realize that you know maybe in 15 minutes i'm going to calm down and it's i'm gonna have to think about this a little bit but you know this is just something here right? and so you're kind of explaining the kind of how you're feeling in the moment, which is funny enough, that's kind of how we play the questions game a lot of times. Speaking of the questions, <laughs> <laughs> there's a questions game. What? I like games. Game. So, so this is uh, this is something that we. Well, I, I'd say the reason we talk about it on the show is because we, it's a way. It's like a simple way to help people go deeper in their relationships on their dates. Whatever. And it's something that Obi and I kind of have done. I don't even know if I actually called it the questions game. Maybe you had the name for the questions game. Oh, yeah. Game. No, I, I make it. I you make know. it. A, we're playing you make it a game. game. Yeah. 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 And we're so it's like game. on a date. And Obi and I, have, we played this with each other. We played it with friends on the show. We've done it, you know. And it's like, it's really the, there's there's a couple things. I mean, one is like you're, you're going to go and ask a question that's going to really help somebody reveal something about themselves. And then also as the person that's answering the question, your job is to see if you can go deep with what, what they give you. You know, so it's kind of like... As deep as you can possibly go. It's like go. a prompt, yeah. you, know, you know? With radical honesty. Totally. I mean, it's it's basically that's what you, that's your that's the practice for you're actually doing it like you're yeah. answering the question. I was thinking we could just play that here. That was, that was, Let's that, do it. I, I did that. I did it without calling it a game on MDMA on an arc. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with my, MDMA will do that. boyfriend. That could be a really interesting podcast. Uh, it was wild. We were so honest. drugs will do that. Yeah, things were flying out of my mouth, and I was like, "Wow, I just said that to him." How did you feel? And he's owning it. It felt great. I think it felt great because by the way the person I was with was very um, open and accepting of what I said so there was a right, receiving yeah. of it without a judgment without a, right. a condescension you know it was, it was like great wow honest information yeah. that empowers me to be with you yeah and that's actually. the beauty of MDMA too is that you really are like open and there's like a I mean you know so there's been actually studies that you've been studying MDMA on, on using for post-traumatic stress yeah you know? well they, they they started they were using it in psychotherapy for right, right and, it, they, and they still are hopefully like, I mean, still but it's like it. a but, I have yeah. to say every time like I've been doing MDMA um, like the maybe the past six months occasionally and but each time I've done it intentionally like setting sure. an intention mm-hmm. yeah. and really using it as a therapy thing it's fucking mind-blowing yeah totally. like <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah we should talk I, I'm show. kids don't do drugs but, <laughs> but, but well, I don't know <laughs> I mean, in a, in a well, I always, yeah, I guess responsibly is kind of the key word. I, I will say I felt like at Burning Man there were, well, I don't want to, it's not because we're at Burning Man, but like there were a couple moments with people where maybe I was, I had done MDMA that evening for the first time and I actually, and I had a very interesting dynamic experience that I was taking in. And as I was coming down, someone said, well, here, take another one, just here, another one, you know, so, you, so you're not tired, you know, you go back up. Yeah. And I was like, 
No, that that was the event. I, I took it. I had an interesting ride tonight on it, and now I'm processing. I don't need to go back up. Yeah. I kind of like for me. I I, t- I, I you know, like for your I, comfort level. When we did ayahuasca, it was like I feel like I listened to. It's like okay, I feel like there's a journey I was intended to go on, or some part of my yeah. being needed or wanted clarity on something or whatever. And and it's like when I'm coming down, it's like I've either achieved that or not yet. And I use that to dictate whether or not I take more or not, you know, based on... Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. To but what's this questions game? Oh, yeah. Are we okay. playing okay. the questions Actually, game? Actually, we're going to take a little break and then we'll do the questions game. Oh, do you guys want to sign yeah, us Yeah, we're going to take a little break. So uh, this is TNA Talk Sex and we'll be right back after this little break. Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. We are here with TNA, and this is Dude Panel. Dude Panel is here taking over. We (laughs) want to remind you that if you are enjoying the show, which clearly you are because you wouldn't be listening this long, so we really, really, really would love to see some iTunes reviews. And here's a little secret iTunes reviews, it's kind of like iTunes SEO. I don't know if people realize this, but iTunes has this thing where, like, the more reviews and ratings you get, the, the more they love you and then they just send you free iPhones all the time so <laughs> if you get like 100 reviews they send you like a free iPhone it's really wonderful and this is not true but they I'm might like, oh, what is true though we'll find out the more reviews you leave the more reviews uh, the more love help us feel. cross the that bridge love. and we'll let you know what I do <laughs> we'll let you know exactly exactly so what you should do is you can go to iTunes uh, leave a rating review while you're there might as well subscribe because then you can get, as well. then you can get the episodes delivered right to your phone or Podcast listening device, whatever you choose to <laughs> listen to podcasts on, and um, and while you're at it, head over to Dude Panel Radio because that's what that's here. Obi and I are doing this. We're the ow, we're the takeover. Ow. We're these Ooh. crazy crazy renegade podcasters <laughs> taking over and living here on your couch. And so uh, you can go over there and you can subscribe and, and leave us a review too. You can even talk about TNA in our review. We, you yeah, get, you like, crazy. That. like what did you, you could, like about the dude panel TNA you know? <laughs> momentary marriage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and you can do that. And so, welcome back to the show. Yeah. Um, we are here well playing done. the questions game. Thank you. I did a radio <laughs> show so in college good. actually. For, oh, uh, so. I did like radio off. in college. Yes, I did radio in high school. I was I used to throw yeah. a mountain or a, a football over a mountain. <laughs> Uh, a long time ago. In, in, in college? Yeah. So wow. Just a that's little a, fun fact. I'm not even that. I, I, I used to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I once pinned a Russian man, and he, yes, and I flipped him and threw him to the ground, and he went, oh, you're very strong for a woman. And I used to do Taekwondo and was almost a black belt, and wow. uh, got oh, into a shit. fist fight and uh, punched this girl. We should start school? a fight club. Yeah. Instead of this, this whole podcast, it was deserved. It had to happen. Uh, these now people were going to kill me. I'm serious. I'm this like blonde, pretty, quiet, shy thing, and they're like, anyway, oh yeah, it's a people story. hate it's a story. the pretty shy girls. My yeah. friend was ridiculed in high school for being it was pretty awful. And shy. I was tormented. It had to come to a stop. I could not turn another cheek. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> my mother Too was many like, cheeks have been turned. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not kidding. There is something about like if you're pretty and people want your attention and you don't give no. it. Because because you're shy, because they sh- decide that oh, you are a bitch. Yes, they're yeah. like, oh, she's just a stuck-up bitch. I'm like, no, people, I'm cripplingly shy, Having and I emotional like, anxiety. God, it is. they lynched me off the bus. It was awful. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> it was really traumatic. I'm serious, <laughs> and really traumatic at like, like adolescent yeah. time that was wrought with like bullying and wow. insecurity. And it like it took me. My mom like put me in martial arts to boost. She's like, you know, just it'll it's make you feel insecure, yeah. you know. And then when this girl finally actually made a physical move on me in gym class in the locker room, I'm like, There's curtains for her. Yep, I was still a white belt, but my my master, who was an amazing man, like they really teach you how to how to pack a punch and like how to yeah. form your fist. And I just it was just perfect, perfect synchronicity. <laughs> the way great. my fist hit her upper lip. Do you guys know that <gasps> the indentation where your upper where your lip, you know, like with yeah, the, the cleft part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a that's the place where you can really throw someone off balance. So that's where you're supposed to hit. So uh, if I touch, I'm touching yeah. over here. If I go like this and push you right here. Yeah, because I pushed my head back. Totally, and it yeah. really knocks your center of balance. Oh, wow. I like so that. I did I that, learned. and I and I hit her like it was really up front and close, yeah. and I like 
hit her and she launched like 10 feet back <laughs> into the I'm 12 That's I'm like 7th awesome. grade That's amazing um, were there repercussions well okay so I still have the scar it was a whole scene wow. like the whole locker room went dead quiet and I literally had this thick trail of blood like <gasps> dripping off my that middle finger so and like someone pooling, came in and took a photo like pooling right on the floor karate and, kid with Hillary Swank and I basically I basically just like totally if anybody else wants some of this knocked out like this girl's mouth was bloody she had like braces it was bad and like and all my friends were like looking at me like you are going to die (laughs) like you are done wow you're i was terrified but um she had braces and you're you're you punched her because that punched her out of it was bad i mean no i didn't punch her her out of her braces (laughs) teeth (laughs) so no but listen but i really do feel like there comes a moment again like years i had sustained of like traumatic bullying bullied. and there comes a moment when you just like can't. you have to do you ha- sometimes you have to go to that level and it just took that one punch okay yes they sicked the like really tough eighth grade girl after me and she showed up at my lockers in the next really? two days. literally they're like uh, uh, they're like I don't even remember the eighth grader's name. Kate Dodds was the girl I hit. We, we're now like we we made amends, you know. But, it, but it oddly bonded you. Well, because like literally, like that set the tone for the rest of my school career. Like it, like it yeah. established uh, a respect because yeah. and yeah. Um, that's awesome. And and oh, the, the bullying to girls too the, for giving you that confidence, yeah. centering yeah. Uh, with, yeah. with the skill set. That's really it. Totally changed my choice. life. That punch. <laughs> I'm serious in a great way. And like that's my awesome. like, I became I like that. anyway. It's I, funny because all these emotions came up for me. I, I actually I don't think I don't think I was the bully, but I was an unruly child. And um and I I had fights with the boys in the schoolyard. And um. And I would like defend the girls that they were picking on. So when someone was being picked on, I would stand up for them, yeah, and I would yeah. get in in fist fights and Good like for scrappy you, fights. Girl. Yeah, I've always I've always been a defender of the of the small fry. <laughs> Thank you. As a small fry, if we've been at the same school, I mean, naturally, we're together now. I would have <laughs> been there. That's really funny. God, that all started. I feel like we shared two little anecdotes. Do you? Do, do you guys have random? <laughs> yeah, what are your random facts? Have you ever been in a fist fight? We're, we're touching, by the way. So Buddha and I are touching. Oh, we're, 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 we're going deeper. So that's, nice. what, that's what we do with the, it's nice to these touch. podcasts. Can I take yeah. your um, hand? You may. Do I have any random anecdotes? Wait, from we have my to for the camera. Buddha like, and I are holding hands. Okay. Did you, um, like, she's like, I did jujitsu and knocked this man on his back and I kicked this yeah. guy's butt. Like, Radical it, honesty. What came you, to mind? Did you yeah. really throw a football over a mountain? No. Okay. I was just trying to be cool because you guys a, all had things. It was from Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> so, kind of a Napoleon Dynamite reference. Yeah, I, I got that. I got that. It was, uh, wow. Uh, what did I do? Uh, I, <laughs> this was really not. A good thing. I got in a fight with a with a really huge girl in sixth grade. She was like towering over everybody, and she would like she was actually the bully. Oh, because she was huge. Wow, like she was probably like thirty two, and then we were all like ten. Thirty two. <laughs> what? Well, like age? That's what, like that's years? what it seemed like. Oh, like she like, hadn't graduated. Yeah. She's a little. Uh, she was do you always back. exaggerate so much, Obi? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's totally real. What are you she talking about? She was huge. I just want to say that she was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. So, so, so you was, stood was, up to the bully. Yeah, I was the defender of the uh, defender of the small fry. <laughs> the kids who weren't as big as she was. <laughs> oh, there we go. She was Did like she attack you? German or something? She was huge. Did she, but, but wait, did you just go up to? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I did not abuse her. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, did I attack her? No. I know. I mean, like, did she like? Was she like being like abusive? Yeah, I, I, I forget. We were like in the field or something, and then uh, she was like pushing people around or something, and like pushed her, and then we ended up wrestling. It was really. Did you was, get squished? Uh, no, I put her in a headlock though. Nice. Yeah. Headlocks are good for calming people. Yeah, it was good, like like containing, cutting off their it was like containing the situation, <laughs> as opposed to putting any real damage. Well done. It's <laughs> good. This will be the new you po- DNA def- talk self defense. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We're defenders. Well, we're all defenders. I, I, the small fries. I started to want to bring it back to like sexuality in some way, and I thought I I don't know if I've ever liked a, a headlock, but I I used to enjoy like a good little like 
wrestle tussle with like my lover wrestling for yeah. sure yeah, yeah i would say yeah. i had a lover maybe a few months ago who was like i call him sort of the he was very like animal like you know we definitely yeah. had this like fun like you know <laughs> i do feel like like tussle. like you know how your mother i grew up with three brothers okay and yeah. and two older one younger and so there's constant wrestling um, and my mother was always like, you know, someone's going to get hurt. And for sure, for fucking sure, like it, it always yeah. ended badly. Right. Like and I do feel like, right. And I do feel like with adult play wrestling, the the few encounters I've had, it does end up taking on some kind of a serious note, mm. you know, or like something happens where somebody does either gets emotionally hurt or just like there becomes there's a disturbance in the field mm. that happens. And. So I, I it, have backed down from yeah. playful wrestling with my lovers. Can I say I had a moment, by the way, when I was dissecting this, the the lover that I this whole like weird thing that happened with the comedian. Yeah. And I had a moment where I was like trying to like shift the game sexually. And I did sort of try to like get like a like a chase game going where I kind of like moved away. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you're supposed to come at me. <laughs> Oh, did he say that at the time? Yeah. He said, what are you doing? Yeah, he was like, what are, what are you doing? Like, why are you moving your vagina uh, away from my penis? Like, yeah, I mean, he didn't say that, but like, yeah, he was like, what's going... And then I was like, okay, well, that didn't work. <laughs> didn't get a, didn't get a razzle out of him. I've learned, I've learned some... So I used to wrestle in high school, and, and oh. I've taken some of my wrestling techniques from high school and applied them to relationships. So... Uh, Wait, relationships or sex? Well, both, but I mean, I guess like the women I was with, and I'm more specific thinking of Paula. So Paula's six feet tall. Who's who's your um, just for the wife. listeners' yeah, wife yeah, and yeah. wife in the midst of breakup. So it's like so she's 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 tall. I mean, she's not like she's not like athletic strong, but she's passionate strong. Amazing what that can bring out. And so I've actually so and we will we'll wrestle and we'll do that stuff and she doesn't really know how to like kind of temper herself so much so that like she doesn't get hurt or I don't get hurt. So what I've learned to do and, and again, the wrestling skills really helped. I've actually come up with some like positions that I can get her in where she can't, you immobilize her. She can't bite me. She can't scratch me. Oh, that is fun. I've actually, yeah, it's like, (laughs) I like that. I actually was was very hot so much so that I was thinking about, and then you take her. That's so good. That's yes. So good. Yes. yes. That's yes. where my imagination yes. goes. He immobilizes so me and then yes. takes me. Yes. So excited. Yes. I like that. You should Wait. you should come up with a book. Fifty Shades of Wrestling. <laughs> but, Were you finishing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was finishing. Um, <laughs> and um, so, anyways, it's it actually been it's been really useful because if I didn't have those skills, I we like we would get hurt more. And so it's actually like about like how do I immobilize her? Right. That's not really the sexy. I mean, it's not as sexy to think mobilizing, but it's like, um, can I actually sh- can I show you? One? Yes, okay. oh, yeah. you guys have to okay. not dictate. We will this narrate okay, um, though, for those of you watching on Facebook because we're live okay. Facebook live streaming for the first her? time. So, so this is this is what I do. So okay, okay so, so he's standing behind her and her and, <laughs> and T's arms are crossed <laughs> below her breasts. I cross off now. The key is I can't be here because she could like bite me or scratch me, right? You can't or be like kick you. I kind of go like this. Okay, so he I puts. Get, like, I'll, I'll get like a distance, or I'll even if I, if it's bad, I'll use my knee. <laughs> okay, so he 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 basically she, takes his head away from her head so she can't out. bite. He could talk like, to the mic here. Like she can't like she can't get out like this. This is really useful, especially if she's like really like wild. Like if she's like she's. This is, you know, right. So he's standing behind her with her, like holding her arms, and um, and uh, and uh, and then so you basically put your head or your knee in her middle back so that she can't like reach around. I need distance. I need distance from her. Okay, she wants to get dinner. That that makes sense. So so like if I do, you know, if I'm here, like this, this is tough. Like there's she's because again the biting is the thing. If he's in front of her, then she can bite. Scratch. Biting his face. And scratch. And, and then you have to you know, protect the balls and stuff like that. Balls always like, need yeah. to be protected. Like, Frontal like, is no good. You know, she'll go crazy. Like, I mean, it's not. <laughs> can we can we do a, a little like service announcement? Don't don't go for the balls, ladies, if you're listening. Especially if you're play wrestling with it's your lover. Not, he's not going to be able to you take you after he immobilizes you. Yeah, you don't understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. I that. would never go for the balls if I was play I, wrestling I with my with my partner. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obi, if we ever play wrestle <laughs> before <laughs> lovemaking, I won't go for your balls. Well, and sometimes this wasn't it's against even, my best interest. <laughs> like, this wasn't even necessarily play wrestling. I mean, like, 
if we were, if she was upset or like, I mean, not that, you know, we're like a abusive couple, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because I can, I can hold down a pretty, um, like I can hold down a pretty good space if a woman's emotional. So there's mm-hmm. kind of a lot of leeway for Paula to get really crazy and and then physically you mean like you too. just like remain calm and let yeah her i can remain really calm bounce. and also just with the whole wrestling skills like i yeah. could actually immobilize her and <laughs> so like you know and that, so so that's that's kind of why it ended up being the way it is like i don't again again i don't rec- definitely recommend that for everybody but there are times when it's nice to know how to, to, to you know yeah. i will say going so i just um had my my burning man lover was in town and he just left this morning and he did this kind of technique as well where um, he was very naturally d- dominant in bed without being dominant. I, I mean, I, I appreciate. No, I think this. that is. Okay? I think that is to be dominant is to have a naturally mastery. be dominant. <laughs> no, 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 to to, to to have a mastery of dominating with a tender touch. Exactly. And so, and he, um, so what? But he was very good at, um, like if I if I so if I'm under him and I'm like I was you know I talked about this on our Burning Man show like the the amazing sexual revelations I had with this man so mm. go back and listen to that one to hear the whole yeah, story but one eleven um, <laughs> but he he was very good about like if I was getting really aroused and like you know grabbing at him or pulling yeah, on his hair Zobi for that. Zobi has it's no hair ahead. but like if I was pulling yeah, he had long hair if I was pulling on his hair imagine. like yeah. grabbing or something it's like some points he would say easy easy <laughs> nice and but and it was because uh, because it was this sort of dominant thing where I was yeah. like really totally putting myself in his hands I like yeah. listened yeah and it really it did feel like and at times he would kind of position himself to immobilize those um they weren't lash out but like the extra energy yeah, and it just yeah, was a, a yeah. another signal for me to relax well, and nice. uh, calm down and receive you know? I, I like i what you're saying i i've there are times where i need to right release energy so i sort of do like the blunt like you can use your arm to like hit the chest or something but like i always check with him that it's okay but i feel like that's sort of a softer channeling of my free energy so instead of flailing is, and hitting is, the arm the situation there is you're on <coughs> but top, what you're on top of someone if he's on top of me okay right and so, so you push up against with your yeah. oh as a yeah but listen or but like what I, even the arm like i can so buddha if you come yeah, in yeah, yeah. uh kind of just just like this kind of like she's you can just use like your forearm not, right like to, so i'm, just, I'm like maximizing the surface area so that i'm not i'm not just punching right yeah. i'm gonna hit with the arm so that there's like a you know, or or I'll have my arm around you on the back, right? right. So your back, I might I might kind of hit like that. I feel like what this I, whole area, <laughs> that, upper chest, back, spastic, arms, is like, good. just go, just... Yeah, right, I'll, right. I'll yeah. squeeze the biceps, yeah. which I... Just well, so then I'm but I'm not hurting, but I'm But I will that say out. that my experience of not letting my energy out in that way meant that by relaxing, I, I actually became even more aroused because I was allowing, I wasn't blocking that energy and mm, like right. I wasn't clamping it or like hitting yeah. something with it. And it was, it was, it was, it actually like went through my sexual organs and my, and like made me wait because you relaxed when he said, yeah. To? So like okay. instead of, you know, hitting really, yeah. him or grabbing or like expending energy the in energy that way, you used it differently. I, I like, I would relax and then let it go through me mm, and it actually made me orgasm and feel like so much more and feel so much more pleasure. Mm-hmm. So that's that was awesome. a really new Ooh, experience. Love that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Love that. I'm going to try that. There's also uh, I mean, yeah. noise too. I mean, if you could, you know, assuming you're, you're in a space that you feel safe to scream, I mean, you know, that's, that's a very good way to release energy and sex. And But again, you know, if you don't, like I'm pillows. not saying don't mute, but like, how, do, how can you channel it? Uh, pillow. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if you don't, if you, if you, if you, like, I've really been paying attention to sound and and also, like, the different, the different octaves my voice goes into and how when I'm in a lower, like, really more seated in my chest moaning, it's actually more, um, I don't I like it. I have to do a real study about this, could, but it's a different demonstration. Like a deeper, it's own. coming from a it's deeper like, place. Like, a, uh. like instead of like, <laughs> like there's like sometimes I'm like, I find that when I'm like, ah, 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 it's because yeah. I'm actually like, I'm breathing faster and I'm like building the energy, yeah. you know, and like mm-hmm. bringing it up through my body mm-hmm. versus um like a, uh, uh, yeah. you know, like a deeper and like that's when it's a deeper, like I'll orgasm yeah. more from that lower place. Yeah. Well, it seems like the first one is. And this has just been my experience with different women. So I don't know if this is exactly you, but it seems that when I hear that noise, can you do, just do it again? <laughs> uh, uh, right. When I hear that, 
oftentimes what I find is that it's a woman kind of trying to get to an orgasm. Like it's that, it's like, it's her, um, and when, and then the, the second yeah, noise that you made you is a, it to me is really good. Cause I'm like, oh, she's like, she, she's, she's actually focusing more on relaxing her body mm-hmm. rather than, rather than coming. Right, right, and right. I, and yeah. I, and I feel like that, you know, and especially the women that I've been with that are, that are I would, you know, more, have better sex skills yeah. tend to go toward the relaxing more. Yeah, the right. orgasms yes. happen or whatever or not, but it's No, like, I hear you. Yeah. And, and that's, and this, that's why, like, I really want to do a real study and like talk about it on the show, which we let's, are now. Thank you. Let's do a study. <laughs> <laughs> Where like, um, I have noticed, um, sinking into more authenticity in my sex voice where I feel like mm. there's times when like, um, uh, yeah, I think like when I'm doing the higher voice more or something, it's like performance, kind of, or yeah, like a, or, or, might, or, or depend for some people that higher voice might well, be I, I, whatever I, you know. Yeah, I hear it, you, but I mean, I guess it's like it, it. You're right. I think it's just more about it's not a relaxed space, and so the more I am like yeah. sink into the relaxed space, there's better pleasure and. I'll go and do. I what I'll do is. I mean, if I can, and this different people are trained different ways, so it depends on how long it takes them to get this. But I, I want them to breathe with me, and then what I'll try to do is, um, I'll if if I sense that they're following my breathing, which takes some time to kind of like you know to kind of breathe with them, and and then I'll breathe a little deeper every time and try to get them so that's like, uh, yeah. And like that, and then, yeah. and and if I can get them breathing like that while there's stimulation and pleasure, uh, it's you know that's that's really that really yeah, works. That's, oh, that's, for me, yeah, that's yeah. For I'm gonna say for all, I'd like to try ladies. that. Sure. I feel like that was no. I think I had something similar. <laughs> we have a lot of ta- experimenting to do. <laughs> I had that in my tantric massage at Burning. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he was breathing with me and right. moving in sync, and and probably encouraging yeah. you to breathe deeply. They also right. talk about breathing out of sync as well. Well, oh, you know, opposite. all of this well, reminds opposite. me of yeah. dance yeah. Yeah. and also singing. So when you're talking about hitting these higher notes, when you're relaxing and going deeper in into your, you know, in the chest and, you know, you think about the diaphragm, Belly. I mean, it's all very similar. Um, it's like bring what you do in singing to sex, you know, or right. mm-hmm. or even in dance, you're creating rhythms, right? And any, but but there's still syncopation, you know? So it's like, yeah. if it's arrhythmic or rhythmic, you're still creating a a pattern yeah right. and i find like being like when i'm breathing really deeply i find myself more in my body and when i'm breathing like like really lightly or shallowly i'm in my head mm-hmm. yeah and right so, which is i think what that <laughs> yeah but it, that yeah. girl girly thing <laughs> yeah, but a little so, higher up in the head from, yeah but I, but I do think that sometime at some point that higher faster more chest spaced breathing like helps like ignite something it i don't can, know it I mean, can be a good it's all good you know it's all release in I'll some have to, way i have but, to verify that so let me get back to you no i, you know I, I think mean? i've had where i'm enjoying it but i agree that it is i'm not deepening during that that's usually a, an earlier phase yeah, of my, arousal. right yeah yeah and i i also feel like um oh shit no i forgot the thought well so i'll say though so one of the things i noticed too um when women are in that space i mean there's times when you're you know you're you are actually just building to an orgasm that's cool but i sort of have i i notice when 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 women are are doing that like quick breathing and then and i sense that there's sort of an agenda to for an orgasm i lose the connection with them so i'm i'm actually just mm. feeling what i'm really feeling is that there's like she's replacing what's going on here with something in her head okay and so that it may or may not associate with the breathing but it tends to match well up. let me let me um illuminate my experience well i'll share my experience maybe it helps but guys we're way over break we then. are but let me finish okay, this thought go ahead. so um i've been like um, <laughs> waiting for a good break the audience is pissed they're like well, i can't believe <laughs> they haven't taken a break, break. Go ahead, go ahead. no but um but the short breathing for me like it's not necessarily uh like i'm going toward orgasm it's just um, I feel like it can be a tool, like it, the energy, the energy you is in waves, right? Yeah. To, to make it like a different rhythm, to change the rhythm, which isn't necessarily gearing it toward orgasm, mm-hmm. but it is like, it's like just changing the rhythm from a slower, like deeper wave. And then it just somehow feels like time to like, okay, we're going to quicken and, and like bring it here. And which doesn't necessarily mean orgasm, but then just it's going to go rhythm. here. It's just, yeah, it's like a dance move. Yeah. So to mm-hmm. me, it's just a, it can be like a trans 
referring of I remember yeah. what I wanted to we say. We have to take a break. I'm just no, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm going to say this and then we are taking and a break. Then, okay. But it's just about sound and what you were saying. I think it's really interesting, A, Stephanie, about like deepening into it um, and but or, or even relaxing and maybe not letting the sound out because you can channel the energy elsewhere. But that said, I also find that being releasing sound can be part of my arousal and it brings me it can bring me closer to orgasm even though it's yes but i'm not talking about clamping down like because any clamping down is not what i mean by Mm -hmm. redistributing the energy but i think like there were times when i've had sex um like uh, sort of drunk or disconnected Mm -hmm. and i would be screaming you know like Ah, you yeah. know, and to me, for me, that was like just just a deflation of energy completely, yeah, and like it was just out an here. out of like mm-hmm. a disconnected sound, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's like sound for sound's sake. Whereas there can be sometimes there is almost like this. If I'm hitting this deeper like guttural sound, it's it that's yeah. I find that it becomes part of the sexual experience um, for both of us. I would think. Yeah. Oh, nice. And with that. We're going to take a small break. This is TNA yeah. Talk Sex. We are talking about sex. We're also moaning about sex, which is wonderful. <laughs> mm. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. This is the Dude Panel Takeover Edition. <laughs> and the Obi and Buddha from Dude Panel are here. And I'm talking about myself in third person. And we are back talking about sex noises. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it's like perfect. Sex sounds, sounds, sounds more pleasurable. Sex sounds. Than noise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sex sounds. Because there are noises that happen during sex that are less. So this is something They're all erotic. This is something that we this is maybe a longer conversation, but we're gonna be recording another podcast after this, so maybe we'll do a little it's maybe like a part two next. Yeah. Uh, ooh, like, and worked Ooh, that in like from it. before. Part two uh, on dude panel show. Part two and sex sounds. Um so this is something that I've been playing with lately. And I call this I'm actually doing a little talk on it in a couple of weeks down in San Diego, I'm calling it conscious polarity. And it's basically um where I'm with when I'm with women or just lovers i'm i'm saying let's drop let's drop gender for a second so let's drop the notion of i'm a man therefore i'm playing xyz role you're a woman therefore you're playing abc role and let's 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 go and do this dance based on maybe more skill and enthusiasm especially around sex maybe enthusiasm and let's and let's even go back and forth so i came up with this game (laughs) this game is great um i'm calling it the tapping game i guess um, and this started about two years ago because I went on a date with a girl who mostly dates women. And one of the things I liked about her was that she was just really like she was beautiful and also usually would play a masculine role with women. So she had a very like tuned in masculine. Mm. And so the, her fluidity in that was attractive to me because I consider myself that's something that I like about myself. And so we were making out and I came up with this game. I said, hey, let's do this. I'll tap you twice or you tap me twice. And that means we switch control. Ooh. And yeah. And so we were, it was over like a park bench. Out control in or like, or would you say like leading? Polarity leading. Yeah. Because okay. it's pretty obvious when you're making out or having sex, who, like which polarity you're playing. Right. You know, yeah. and so, um, so the tap would be, you know, you could either tap it to take it or tap it to give it either way. Like an improv game. Kind of. Yeah. Like it's an improv, like a sexual improv game. And, um, and it was so much fun and it was so hot and it was just, it was wonderful. So I've since incorporated that and played it recently with several women. And um, one of the things that I've noticed about it, because I've been really geeking out on this lately, especially the polarity thing, is when I'm in my feminine, I will demonstrate the qualities of a woman, quote unquote, that I want her to demonstrate. So wow. I will make a lot of noise. I will be, I'll like gyrate. I'll, I will, and I've also had some really awesome teachers, right? <laughs> like, especially Paola, like is she's, uh, her feminine skills are off the charts. So I've actually, I can, I've learned a lot on like how to be feminine well. Mm-hmm. And, and I go there and I go there without any shame because that's the game. Like the whole point is to switch back and forth when I'm in the masculine, like I do that really well and whatever. And so 
I would go back and forth and I'm and actually role modeling how I'd like her to show up. And I'm learning about how she uh, likes, I'm learning about what the role modeling, she's role modeling the masculine that she likes. And then we flip and vice but versa. But is it, is it genuine? I mean... Or is there like it was it more of like a mental like right uh, when you're when you're entering the feminine when you say yeah is when you genuine? say that I'm I mean when you say like well I'm 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 role modeling for her like I feel like that would put me in my head well no I'm not con- that's not what I'm trying to do it's just like a it's a it, natural like it's byproduct by it's a byproduct of right. what's okay. actually yeah. happening which of course my goal so is to just of surrender be in that be in the receiving moment and, yeah. and like you know be do that well and then when we flip we flip you know and and so well, and presumably the the act of flipping like she is now dominating in this way that allows you to receive pleasure so then you're yeah. expressing yeah, yeah. the receiving of it yeah and, and she gets to switch. express that part of herself too which is normally comes with depending on what circles you're in comes with a little bit of guilt but like oh I'm I'm too like you know westernized woman independent I should be all feminine like no it's a I like that part of you and I like the other part of you and let's just do both because yeah. we'll both we need both anyways wanted, yeah. you know so um, but the noises thing was what I wanted to bring that was kind of why I brought it up is this idea yep. that like I, I'll do that and I will make a lot of noise because I'm, I'm wanting like right. I want that right it's signaling so important naturally yeah it's a natural signal but i will say and i say this on our show a lot but i feel like men in general the my lovers male lovers don't make enough noise and i and you know they're super silent and that's i don't i feel like it's unnatural when they're super silent i'm very it's, uncomfortable it's weird like yeah well, i mean it's very conditioned. controlled yeah, it's conditioned. yeah conditioned and controlled so, and okay so like i'm curious like so silent as in not even grunting or right right, right. just no, no sound nothing yeah Nothing. No, Nothing. no singing. No, <laughs> no, no man. Singing. I want, like, I'm looking for like oh, an I'm, opera. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> no, no, by I'm the way, teasing. I tell, I tell, I've now had several lovers where I address it. I mean, not in a I, confrontational yeah, way, right, but I'm yeah. like, hey, I noticed you didn't even make a sound when you <laughs> orgasmed. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't sure that you for came. sure bizarre, <laughs> and but not I, even no, that. But even during finish. sex, I, I, if yeah. I, it turns me on to be able to hear you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like I, I want to hear you. I heard that a lot. You don't, you don't have to scream or groan. I mean, well, groan would be nice, but like, I want to hear the breathing pattern. I want to hear and, I, and feel right. And I do think that like a female, a feminine breathing pattern, a feminine receptive breathing pattern is different than a masculine breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. But there are there. I feel like there is a masculine breathing pattern. Yeah. Oh, well, well, either I, way, the yeah. fact that we're talking about that pattern, I'm like, to hear your breathing during your orgasm, like, is information for me. No, I, so I've, got, I've gotten a lot of or feedback Even before, on that. not even, yeah. not yeah, even just during the during whole the orgasm. thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, what well, the thing is great. And, and, and so at times I'll, like, kind of, like, get just right up in your ear as it's happening. Yes, uh, I love so that. So I you, love yeah, that. I always so you're getting, it. like, a big, a really full experience I of it. I want you know? it in my ear. I will say. No, really, really. I put it in my ear. I get off from this. No, I get off yeah, no, no, for sure. I find often partners can feel a little insecure about that if they haven't done it before, and uh, I'm like, just right, just right in there, yeah. just give it to me, all like all of it channeled into my eardrum. My Bernie mm-hmm. Man lover was very good at, uh, like, it was like a, it was so refreshing to have this really, you know, balanced masculine sound and breathing thing yeah, happening, yeah. and it was so erotic, and and uh, yeah, it's wonderful to hear feedback as well as the as the. Feminine. I I think, you know, the the way that I experience myself making noise from a masculine space is I mean, there's a couple things. There's obviously just your own pleasure and that kind of like groaning and being in that. But I'm I'm in in the leadership role, I'm also leading her with the noise. Like I'm saying I'm wanting, I'm encouraging more noise. Exactly. And and and, and again, because I'm and also because what I do in that masculine role is work on it's the, the breathing. I'm so I'm really in tune with the breathing. So I'm breathing deeply, and then by exhaling and making noise, I'm signaling, hey, we're breathing now. Because sometimes she might, and again, if it's someone that is like kind of part of my community, and I know like it's kind of instant, we just breathe together, like bam. But for the most part, if I'm like, hmm, like that, you can't ignore it. It's like, oh, something's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Oh, okay. And then, and then I'm kind of like, instead of, instead of using words and be like, so what I'd like to do is breathe with me. Like, I'm just like, I'm doing, <laughs> doing that. It, yeah. And, and I'm Govern making the noise doing. to say noise is okay. Right. The neighbors don't care or they do. And I don't care about the neighbors or whatever. And, and then I'm also like I'm taking her deeper with 
like and it's kind of like a, it's like a cat almost like a cat purrs you know like the vibration I'm like the, I'm using that vibration to like try to relax people in that way too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Vi- and vibration- might I add Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, this is one thing that my lover used, uh, did exceptionally often and well, and was using vibration during oral sex. And it was, but uh, I mean, the way he, his whole mouth, like, sort of cupped my whole vaginal area was amazing. And then Mm. add vibration on top of that. Mm. So good. I'm I'm humming to that. But this was during my tantric massage. Some of that happened, too. It was like when he when he put his heart uh, chakra basically on my is it the sacral, the one between the belly button and the like your pelvic area back area? No, No, like so he laid on top. He laid his chest on pubic bone, maybe or it's a it's your second chakra, like right above the the pelvic bone. Yeah. Yeah. The second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the yeah, the pelvic area and he rested his chest there. And then I I think even maybe the humming came from his own, you know, whatever relaxation and pleasure. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, wait, it was a massage. You know what I mean? Uh, But yeah, he kind of sighed and there was a hum and I said, oh, that feels great. So then he hummed more and it was like, yeah. And then there became this synchronized humming that just, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it allows for this like release and relaxation and um, and the sensation moves through your whole body. It's true. We should all hum to like end Let's the show. Do Let's, yes. do Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we're, we're rounding that corner. <laughs> You've been listening to TNA Talk Sex. <laughs> For more on part two of sex sounds. What was sex it? sounds. Sounds. sounds, sounds. <laughs> I want to get it right. Sex sounds. Um, we're going to have um, TNA on Dude Penum Radio as a guest. But they're going to be renegade hosts as well. It's going to be we're crazy. Take over. Yeah. We're taking over. Crazy like that. And so you can uh, you can find that episode. We'll probably link to it in show notes for this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you're on the website, you know, why don't you go head over to iTunes, leave a little review, like we talked about. Okay, we already talked about this, so you're going to do it. <laughs> um, and and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, send send TNA an email. You know, we love emails. They, Advice they, at they actually saw, I saw them open com. up an email earlier and they were just they were like enamored they were like there was like there was like hot flash it was like it was like it was like really hot mm-hmm. you know? like, feel a lot of like they're like oh our we fans are it. so sexy so it was like you know we love do it. that to help them out um it's great and um <laughs> and yeah and thanks for listening and what yeah check if you want to if you if you're like man uh i can't guys? get enough of these four <laughs> together these four are just magical you can go back i think probably what, what episode was it do you remember i don't know i don't but we were just if you look in the it was before the TNA feed it was before 100 so we were at like 94 yeah. something okay. like that around yeah. there check yeah. the 90s yeah so, check so, the 90s. so find, back in the find, 90s we're in that's right <laughs> <laughs> and so stonewashed jeans we can kind of we were there back in the, um so dude panel was on episode 90 something and um yeah we love you guys so thanks for letting us we take over you your podcast Thank and you. sleep on your couch all the time We're <laughs> sleep on the couch. awesome well, this is tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a